0: Welcome to Michael's Record Collection, episode number 59. For this episode, I am talking with the Swedish Melodic Rockers' Crash Diet. Before we get to our interview this week, a few quick reminders. Uh, You can follow me on social media, at Mike's Records on Twitter, and Michael's Record Collection on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Visit michaelsrecordcollection.com to sign up for the free electronic newsletter version of MRC. And... There's a link there to my Patreon where you can see the various uh, benefits of supporting this independent podcast and newsletter, and find a level that works for you. No pressure, uh, but sure would appreciate your support. And I'd love to get your feedback, so email me at michael'srecordcollection@gmail.com, at gmail.com, and be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you download this show. Okay, so doing a show like this, you get a lot of promotional tracks sent to you. I'm not going to lie, that's pretty cool. But I'll be honest, a lot of them are not very good, and very few of them make you say wow and want to check out the band further. However, my guests today did that. I wasn't familiar with Crash Diet, this melodic rock band out of Sweden, uh, but I sure am now. Their new album, Automaton, is outstanding, and it comes out on April 29th. I spoke with guitarist Martin Sweet and bassist Peter London, who had been doing interviews all day, so I thanked them for being troopers and talking to me as well. One thing I want to point out, only so it doesn't catch listeners off guard, is that Peter has a little bit of a stutter, but it's only noticeable in two or three spots. Uh, Despite the evening hour and the busy day doing press, it was great talking with these guys about the new album, about their career, the history of Crash Diet, and a new beer that will be named in honor of their new album. So let's get to that interview. Here we go. Welcome to Michael's Record Collection. I am very excited to have with me for this show uh martin sweet and peter london from the band crash diet how you guys doing i'm good thanks yeah. <laughs> really good new album coming out april 29th uh called automaton um have been listening to it the last several days and uh really enjoying it looking forward to getting into the discussion about the album with you guys but first i want to start out by asking the two of you because i i just generally like to get Sort of the feel of the background of everybody I talked to. What was your first favorite record?
1: Do you know?
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know mine. Yeah. Uh, it all uh, started with a Appetite with the Guns and Roses. I remember it. I was a kid, <laughs> but I heard it and the and the sound just uh, caught me <laughs> and yeah
1: i don't know what else to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah. first record that that i liked or
0: yeah yeah just what the first one that you really kind of gravitated toward uh,
1: uh must have been when i was seven and i i bought the europe album the final <laughs> countdown <laughs> Which was really big in, in Sweden and and actually the rest of the world. <laughs> to think of yeah,
0: <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty big here too. Yeah. So this is your sixth studio album, uh, the first since 2019's Rust. And you know, if people aren't familiar with your music here in the in, in our country, it's it's like a a glam sleaze metal whatever you want to call it i just call it hard rock i just kind of put everything under the hard rock umbrella yeah. very melodic and i think there are hints of uh i hear a little bit of skids ro- skid row maybe some 80s uh, scorpions some motley Crue, guns and roses and and poison but it's it's got a more modern sound to it than than the classic hair metal bands uh i i think i was listening also to rust today and maybe you could talk a little bit about the production of this album, because it seems to have like a little bit of a slicker production and um, a little bit different sound than Rust.
1: Yeah, it's, um, it's a bigger production. Um, the Rust album was pretty much recorded in our rehearsal room um, in a very like cheap way <laughs> and uh this new album we we went in went into a like a top-notch studio in the south of sweden uh, and recorded everything in a few weeks so it's, a, it's just, the difference is uh very
0: big <laughs> yeah it's uh it does definitely has a, a bigger and better sound to it so the band right now uh, the two of you uh, Gabriel Keys is your vocalist. He's been with you the last uh, this album and the previous album. And Eric Young on drums. Gabriel's voice to me sounds very similar in timber uh, to maybe Tesla's Jeff Keith. Uh, I think he sounds very oh, yeah. you know very similar to him. But um, very good singer. And of course, you guys have had a a, a little bit of a rocky history in terms of, of vocalists. Of course, uh, the tragic death of, of Dave years ago and i wanted to kind of go back to that 2002 uh time i know it was a painful time for you guys but i know after six albums now this one about to come out are you are you pleased with the decision uh to to move forward with the band after dave passed away
1: yeah definitely um i don't think uh, we could have done it any other way. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. It was like um, we realized then, at that point, how how many fans we actually had all over the world, and they and they kept telling us to uh, to to not. Give up yet? (laughs) Now we're like, oh, perhaps we should.
1: (laughs) When Dave passed, we had always only played in uh, Scandinavia and like the UK. Yeah. So we were quite a like in our world. uh, We hadn't done anything yet. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, the fans convincing us was a big part of it. Yeah.
2: I can't
0: This album starts off with a short opening track with a uh, voice from the past maybe you can uh, tell me how the that little title track uh, you know came to you and, and how that came to be
1: Well, we worked with a producer on this album, uh, Andreas um, who was very much involved in the in the songwriting uh, throughout the like even before we hit the studio so this happened in, like. After we'd been in the studio, we came home and he was like, I have this idea for an intro. You know, (laughs) we need something to set the tone. And we were like, nah. (laughs) Yeah, I remember that. No. We don't we don't need any intro. No, exactly. (laughs) But then he then he played it for us and he he just kind of tested us, I think, and put in Dave's voice in the end. And it was like, ah, that's fucking cool. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so we kept it, yeah. and that's and I, I mean, now that we've learned to live with it, it mm-hmm. actually sets the tone of the album yeah. pretty good, mm-hmm. you know.
0: Yeah, and and I think a nice touch for your longtime fans to have to have Dave's voice kick off the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so too. So far, I think you've released two singles off the album: um, "No Man's Land" and "Together Whatever." like i mean together whatever is really musically sort of the the first what i would call a song on the album the the first one is just a little bit of a sort of a a, and like you said a a table setter yeah and um it's it's a fun bouncy song hard rock and 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 i think that kind of weaves throughout the album most of these are very catchy anthemic arena rock songs you got shine on that's got that great hey 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 Chant, which is probably going to be great live when the when the audience is doing that (laughs) back to you um yeah that's the idea (laughs) yeah it's what was the uh tell me a little bit about the writing process You, you mentioned your producer was involved with the writing how involved was was that and did you have an idea in your mind when you started writing the songs of of where you wanted the album to go uh, we didn't
1: have a an idea actually what what we what kind of an album we wanted we just wanted to make you know the best album we could make um, and it was kind of new for us to bring in a producer who was like playing around with our songs <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's true. but it was it was a kind of a breath of fresh air because yeah. you can get locked up in old melodies and old you know so the the songs that he's involved in uh, yeah you can you can hear you know there's very there's like new a new kind of melody um, in certain songs yeah that's kind kind of nice that's a change for a change we've always like written songs separately Mm -hmm. Like, uh, uh, I sit in my studio and the drummer sits in his studio and he also plays guitar. And then
0: we kind of put our heads together in in, in the studio in the end. One of the hallmarks of this album throughout is the big backing chorus vocals, the group vocals. And I know they, I, I can't, you were in the studio, maybe you could speak to this. How many times did you layer these vocals cuz it just sounds like <laughs> so big?
1: <laughs> I think there's like a magic uh magic number when yeah. you when you reach like 100 100 overdubs <laughs> then you get that like it <sighs> starts something happens you know after yeah. 100 overdubs. <laughs>
0: big pretty big songs um yeah. i think maybe my favorite song in the album is darker minds it's uh it's a mid-tempo song not really a power ballad i don't think it's slow enough to call it a ballad but it's it's got standout harmony guitar in it it's not one of the heavier rockier tracks and very melodic and there's a time there was a time in this country when that song would have been a huge hit single maybe not today with it's a little more plastic and generic and poppy now in the you know in the radio scene here but i'm wondering what sort of inspires you to to write in this style is it that is is this type of music bigger in scandinavia or are you still on the fringes even in your own country
1: I think melodic hard rock is, is bigger in, in Europe than in, in yeah. overseas. They play a lot of melodic hard rock on the radio right now. It's, it's become very big yeah. Yeah. like the last five years, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like this this other band, Eclipse, is really big now in Sweden. Mm-hmm. Um but I think we didn't deliver deliberately, deliberately try to copy that it just it just was a great song from 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 the demo stage and you know we write a lot of songs when we make albums we we often write like 30 40 songs and then we pick out the best best ones and mm. sometimes they're really soft sometimes they're really <laughs> heavy it's just all about the best tune for us
0: yeah you mentioned to you guys uh, that that heavy rock or hard rock is getting played on the radio in Europe, are these singles getting radio play there?
1: Um, we'll see, but we they're, they're, they're supposed to play our yes. a single today. <laughs> tonight <laughs> we've tonight. been doing interviews all day, so we haven't listened. <laughs> yeah, what happened? <laughs> but they they were going to play it uh, today, so we'll see what happens. <clears throat> but they 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 play uh, some of our old songs quite frequently.
0: Yeah, on rock radio in Sweden. Great are you in stockholm now where I mean, Where am i speaking to you from this looks like somebody's uh studio or something yeah yeah yes. I,
1: it's it's my home but it's my home studio and we're in stockholm
3: okay
0: crusade that that's a, a song that ratchets the rock factor up after after darker minds and i think it's one of the heavier songs on the album i was curious as to what sort of inspired uh, this this harder track on the album um well the riff
1: like the instrumental track was something that eric wrote and then he, he kind of emailed it over to me and he like put some vocals on this. <laughs> so me and, me and Gabriel kind of spontaneously just wrote, wrote, wrote those lyrics and vocals uh, really fast. And I think the idea was kind of a, like all these rock stars that are dying all the time. They must be in some sort of rock star heaven or hell, <laughs> and that's kind of the Dead Crusade. <laughs> you know, remember the film, the movie Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> well, there's like the <laughs> Titanic just came back from the ocean, and all these ghosts like wandering from the boat up, up to the city. Like that's the idea I had in my head. Oh wow. <laughs> Maybe that's a music video. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: That would be interesting. You could have yeah. a yeah. line, <laughs>
1: yeah, line
0: of sure. rock it's stars sexy. coming out. <laughs>
3: yeah.
0: Yeah. So another of my favorites is We Die Hard. Really shows how, <laughs> yes. how melodic this kind of rock and roll can be. was the start of that song did you write that uh martin
1: yeah actually I did. yeah i mean the i think the title says it all you know we we're not giving up you know <laughs> we had we've had <laughs> some rough times but it's not going to be easy to make us quit <laughs> <laughs> and i think that's kind of what the song is about you know is it's a life that we choose, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe we were born to lose, but <laughs> it's it's a
0: life that we chose. So, yeah. yeah. Powerline features Michael Starr from Steel Panther. How did uh, that collaboration happen? We
1: met the guys on some festival, and they're really really cool guys. Like, you know, they're they're not as crazy as you might they might seem. You know, they're very normal people. <laughs> but they're they're fans of, of crash diet it turned out so uh skip forward uh, like 10 years I don't know ten years I- we just had this idea to to have some sort of guest appearance on on the on the album and steel Panther just popped up you know they they like us we like them and we just we just asked michael you know you want to want to sing on a verse you know uh, on our album and he was like yeah yeah dude let's do it <laughs> so it's everything happened really it was really easy and like smooth smooth
3: yeah just a
2: gravity a little more and breed electrical fame show.
0: Ask you about the recording of this album because your your last album came out in 2019. This one's just about to drop, and I don't know what the pandemic was like in Sweden, but I know a lot of the bands that I talked to elsewhere in Europe they they had to do all their parts separately and and kind of send them in and that kind of thing. How, how did Automaton come together uh, during this pandemic time? We tried the the we tried to like
1: put together all the pieces separately. At first, you know, we tried to record uh, some, uh, some of the guitars at home and did the drums in that studio. And we did those drums and that's like, it was a mess in the beginning. And, but we, we wanted to do it here in Stockholm, but we we just couldn't focus on finishing the album. So (laughs) we kind of scrapped those plans and, and decided to go go down south to Gothenburg uh, and just record the whole album in in a few weeks in, in the same studio so there was no restrictions in that studio
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> so you were able to you were able to be in the studio together and, and bounce yeah, ideas yeah, yeah. off of each that other was that was
1: great that was like the, the most fun we've had yeah. during Seems... the p- pandemic because yeah. we haven't played any shows Well, we played one show but yeah, but it was so I hardly remember it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw on your um, website that it seems that you've had to push back a, a South American tour a few times. Yeah, you
1: know,
0: and also another post- and others <laughs> others
1: Australian tour. Also waiting for new dates, and yeah, hopefully that will happen. Yeah, you know, so that's that's a bit sad that, we, that the only thing you can post online is like oh we have to move this we have to cancel that to cancel, this, like no, cancel no that. no good news so now finally we have like good stuff yeah. to post online yeah
3: <laughs> that feels really good actually yeah. to to post the positive news yeah. <laughs> it's been great
0: yeah i'll bet so you guys are able to now do shows in sweden is is Europe open to touring now, or is it just kind of a country by country thing? It seems
1: fairly open. open. Yeah, yeah,
3: <laughs> exactly.
1: Uh, from what we've heard, uh, there shouldn't be any any bigger hassles to to do Europe. You know, it's when you go overseas, you yeah, know, there can it's a bit more difficult. So we'll see. It's a four-week tour, and we're really hoping we can do all of the dates. <laughs> that <we> can,
3: yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, we really hope. <laughs> mm.
0: Yeah, I was going to ask you that. The the in preparing these, is it is it a different world now? Do you have contingencies for if shows need to be canceled? Uh, you know, is is some of that stuff being added to contracts ahead of time now?
3: I don't think we have it. Um... <laughs> In the contracts but at least i have it in the back of my head that you know that you have to yeah. prepare for the worst but hope for the best yeah and that's probably gonna it's probably gonna be like that for a long time because there have been so many Disappointments during these two years—you know—shows mm. can can sold on very short uh, <laughs> notices, and it's like it's uh, it's been tough.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Where is Crash Diet popular outside of, of your home country? What you know, where where are the fans really embracing your music? Um,
1: South America, it's uh, pretty, it's very good. That's like I think that's where we draw most. Yeah, odd, big biggest audiences.
3: Argentina and Brazil has been yeah. our our biggest uh, headlining shows, I think.
1: But also like certain countries in in. The in uh Europe and the UK are quite good. Yeah. But it's it's like from city to city, it's so different. It can yeah. be so different. Yeah. I mean in the States we did a that was quite some years ago, but but I mean in, in, in the big cities we we did some really good big shows. And then we could play like in the middle of nowhere and there was like yeah. seven people. So yeah. the
0: contrasts were like crazy <laughs> so you've only done the one tour through the u.s is that right uh, we didn't, we've done we've done the one
1: large tour like five weeks tour and but before that we uh we went we did some shorter yeah like a week, seven, or, yeah, two a week or two week or two yeah it's in the bigger cities
3: mm-hmm.
0: so i don't want to i don't want to embarrass any any particular towns out there but uh, <laughs> uh wh- where have you been that you didn't you, you didn't have a whole lot of people in the in the building
1: but i don't think it's the town's fault it's it's the right. uh, promotion idiot who booked the tour you know because <laughs> <laughs> we when we there were there were like date dates added to the tour as we were on the tour so oh, wow! Yeah. We, <laughs> yeah so it was like there was no way that the city would know that we were going to be there because yeah. they just added the show like a few days ago. So it's... But I mean, I remember playing in uh, El Paso. Yeah. And they had no... There was no um, stage. There was nothing. <laughs>
3: <Yes>. <laughs> and wasn't that the... <laughs> First show on the US tour. I don't know. I hope not. I think
1: it was, and I'm like, okay, uh, its it isn't gonna be
3: like this now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't remember, but but I remember we had I to think it was. take these chairs and kind of like build some sort of <laughs> stage, and, and yeah, uh, it was pretty funny. But uh, that was it that was the, the, time, that know, was but... like an extreme example. I mean, most mm-hmm. most of the shows were pretty pretty good i yeah, think yeah i think so too sort of obviously biggest
0: in in like new york and california yeah you were able to play i guess somewhere on the sunset strip you were able to play where so many of the bands yeah. have, have influenced you this type of yeah. music have, yeah. have played well, in the past what was that like for mm-hmm. you dream come true <laughs>
3: unbelievable yeah uh, to me the it was uh... The highlight of our our, our career to uh, play the whiskey twice and see your band's uh, name on that uh, sign. It was like, oh wow, dude! <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it was really great.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I bet you got a lot of pictures of that marquee, huh? Yeah, we do actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awesome. Uh, how many shows do you do you have planned for for this tour? I, forgive me if you've already said I, I I'm old uh, I forget it's, things.
3: Not, it's uh, twenty one shows I think.
0: Yeah,
1: in four, Europe in four weeks and and then we have some a, a couple of one off shows in all around Europe and like after the summer and pretty open for the fall. Yeah. For something to get booked.
0: Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You have any festivals that you're doing?
1: Mostly in Finland, right?
0: Yeah. And Spain.
1: There's a festival in Spain? Yes. Ah, nice. Yeah, there's this. Cockrock. Cockrock, yeah. <laughs> That's the Among name covers. of it, Cockrock.
3: Yeah.
1: C O Q. Okay. Rock. Yeah. It's, it's a little in, bit different. Uh, Sounds like Belgium.
3: (laughs) 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 Right.
0: you have anything special planned for the for the album release
1: we're gonna have some sort of uh listening party like uh the day before release and um and then it's um, we're pretty much gonna rehearse and get ready for the tour the the kicks off uh, may 4th in stockholm so it's uh yeah we're actually releasing a beer here in sweden oh yeah really yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna try we're gonna let the fans try that one out at this
0: uh, listening party yeah <laughs> so it's all gonna right. be gonna be a wet party <laughs> <laughs> all right tell me a little bit about this beer what style of beer is it what what is crash diet uh what type what type of beer uh, does that uh, conjure up for you
1: <laughs> oh man it's a, it's an ale actually Uh, but it's it's not very um uh bright or it's a bright ale it it, it almost tastes like a a, a lager Uh. i mean uh we actually haven't tasted the (laughs) end product then no (laughs) but we we did a a bunch of uh, tests before they went to production you know this is how we wanted we didn't want a beer that's that tastes too much you might want to be able to drink a lot of them you know <laughs> during the night
0: so not too heavy not too bitter yeah exactly yeah
1: is the name of the beer just
0: crash diet
1: that's going to be called automaton uh, actually
0: oh, okay so I, I think it would be an interesting concept to have a beer called crash diet that's a, that's a yeah strange. yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, this is this is what diet I'm on I'm I'm drinking exactly. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you guys have a, a favorite song on this album
1: it's the same as you. Uh, uh, we die hard. Yeah, it's my
0: favorite as well. <laughs>
1: right now, at least. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's going to be
0: interesting to play live. Yeah. Are you um, dropping another single on the album release date? Yes. Is it which one is it going to be? Can you tell me? Is that a secret? Um, I don't know. I don't know if I,
3: I, I don't know if that's going to be a. If it's a secret, <laughs> I don't know.
1: I don't know. But yeah, it's it's the it's the one with the guest appearance. So. <laughs> there you have it. There, there you we. go. All
0: right, that's a good song. Yeah, we too. didn't say anything. I didn't say anything. You didn't. Yeah, you didn't tell me the name. You didn't tell me no. the name. Of it. That's good. You're you're in the clear. Yeah. Um, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. I'm looking forward to seeing how the the, uh, the reception for this is. Oh, look. We got another guest. Yeah. Who's this? What have to do? This is Julia. Hi. My daughter. She's four. Oh, that's a great age. It's nighttime. What time do you have? What are you, six hours ahead? What are you, about 7.30 there? 8.30? Yeah, 7.30. Yes, correct. 7.30. Okay. All right. Well, I won't keep you much longer because it looks like uh, this one's getting ready for bed.
3: <laughs> yeah. Someone's ready. He's got things to do yeah
0: yeah so uh, just curious as to when when somebody buys this album and they listen to it all the way through what do you hope that they take away from that experience the the first time that they hear this album uh, euphoria i think
1: uh it's a very uplifting album yeah actually it has a lot of energy and a, a positive energy yeah i think i, I hope i hope it's gives them a positive vibe
3: (laughs) and we need that yeah nowadays (laughs) yeah they're all the shit
0: (laughs) so absolutely i'm in total agreement this this is the kind of music that can put you in a good mood and i think that yeah if if there was ever a time in all of our lives where we need to be in a good mood and just let loose i think uh this is it and uh, i think this this is a good album to provide a soundtrack to that so you guys yeah. should be very proud yeah. saying good night to uncle peter good night, Julia. <laughs> <laughs> all right well i'll let you go and get her to bed uh thank you guys so much for your time the album is called automaton it's uh crash Diet's sixth album comes out april 29th golden robot records guys thank you so much for spending some time with me and telling me about this and, and i wish you nothing but the best of luck
1: mm. yes. thank you man it was nice talking to you thanks <laughs>